Hey, welcome back to another episode of Pop Talk. So, you know, today's just nerd talk. It's just nerd talk. Not, not, not no more. Emo well, I mean, there's always going to be an emotional side. I, I, <laughs> pretty sure I'm going to release another episode uh, just regurgitating uh, <laughs> the same emotional uh, baggage that I have been ever since I started doing uh, podcasts. But that's okay. That's all right. But today. Today is all about nerd talk, and I want to talk about Star Wars. Star Wars in particular. Uh, right now, as I'm recording this, the Ahsoka TV show had just finished wrapping up and, uh, you know, completed its runtime. And it's a decent show. It's a decent show. It's not the best, but it's not the worst, right? The worst was... Uh, I would say the worst is Obi-Wan and Boba Fett. I would say those two are the worst in terms of their live action Disney Plus catalog. Uh, then it'd be um, The Mandalorian, only because like, as the show went on, the quality of it dipped, right? The quality of the show dipped. Uh, and then Ahsoka would be the second best and Andor still number one, baby. Andor still number one, baby. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, Andor's show and the Ahsoka show are two vastly different shows, right? Uh, and you can argue it's all about the director and the story to tell, um, right? You'll have people who say that Andor is too boring. Uh, <laughs> you'll have people who say Ahsoka's too dumb, um, or whatever the case may be, right? For me, I like both, but I think Andor is on top uh, just because of the story that it tells. And it's all about preference, right? It's all about preference. I had a friend tell me that she couldn't get into Andor because Andor is too dark. This Disney Plus show is too dark. And I understand exactly what she means. If you haven't watched Andor or any Star Wars thing and you're like, how can <laughs> fucking weak? Who could ever consider Star Wars to be dark disney star wars to be dark which i can understand if you think that way so let me let me preference it like this andor the disney plus show starts off in a brothel in a bar brothel bar where a guy is looking for a sister and the guy is andor and andor is stopped by two corrupt um not even police they're like private security and they're trying to, you know, pat him down, rob him, and kill him. So he kills them in cold blood. He kills one in self-defense, and then the other one begs for his life in a dark alleyway, and Andor just shoots him in the face. That's how the show starts. It literally starts <laughs> in the dirtiest part of the galaxy with gunning down a man begging for his life to be spared. That's how Andor starts. So yeah, I can see why she said <laughs> it's it's a little too dark for her. Completely understand. Now the Ahsoka show, it's all right. It's all right. I, you know, I don't I don't blame anyone who hates the show or likes the show because here's the thing, I think Andor and Ahsoka serves two different types of fans. And again, it goes back to that preference. For me personally, I oh excuse me, burp. For me personally, I like darker, grittier stories, which Andor's, Andor embodies to its hardest, right? And that's the thing why people don't like it. 
Um, it's because there's there's no sense of uh, whimsy or uh, grandeur adventure. No, it's actually a very depressing, dark show that you know people will call boring because they're not used to to those types of stories coming from a Star Wars project, right? I would argue that Andor is the best show of the year, hands down. There's no other show that I've watched uh, on Max, on AMC. There's not. There's no show this so far had, that has come close to it. Uh, now, the Ahsoka show is cool because for OG fans who likes the whimsy, that likes adventure, um, that likes, you know, not kitty stuff, but like lighthearted, more lighthearted. Um, that's Ahsoka will scratch that for you. You know, um, it also appeals to people who grew up on the Clone War show, on the Rebels show, on Disney XD. Um, a lot of a lot of callbacks to that. And in fact, it's basically a Rebels sequel, uh, which for fans of Rebels is a treat to people like me who didn't watch Rebels. It's all right. <laughs> um yeah i never really got into rebels uh and that's just my fault but uh i had no interest in in the show not to say that i didn't have any good qualities i i saw snippets here and there on youtube on tiktok that was cool they were cool uh, and i'm sure it would have been even cooler or <laughs> more cool sorry grammar nazis you fucking degenerates you <laughs> uh it'd be more cool in the full context of the, the show you know like watching these characters grow and then seeing those super cool parts within the context instead of just a you know individual clip that'd be cool um but it does a lot of service for for clone wars fans too which i did watch right um i'm not gonna spoil anything it's just it's really nice to see it all come together um the problem is it kind of relies too heavily on these existing projects. Um, you know, I have always thought that uh, any any media, any form of medium should be able to stand on its own legs. Um, but it also comes with a caveat because, like, you know, you wouldn't go see Avengers Endgame as your very first Marvel film. Like, you wouldn't do that. And if you did, you'd be hella confused, and rightfully so. It's the last movie. Like, it's it's the most current narrative. And if you're confused about what's going on, you know, that's on you. Uh, now, Ahsoka, you know, I wish that it was more about her. Because I feel like because it's a Rebel sequel, like I said, a lot of the plots... Like, she's an important character. Don't get me wrong. But I, it's not her story. You know, it's not her story. Um, and <laughs> there are some stupid parts, uh, <laughs> at least to me. Um, there, I hate when you see something on, on a movie or a TV show, a video game cutscene. You see something and you're like, huh, that doesn't really make sense. For example, there was a, there's a part, and I don't know if this is a major spoiler, but a, a kind of spoiler, I guess. It's not pivotal. But there's a part in the show Ahsoka where the bad guys, they shoot out Ahsoka's ship's engine in space, right? She has a big ship. It's a pretty big ship, right? 
And so they shoot out the engine. She's sitting. She's a sitting duck. No shields either. Right. The whole power. The whole power of the ship is gone. And so Ahsoka uh, tells her her partner Sabine to to pilot the ship, help fix it, and she's gonna go out there and play defense. Right. So she gets in her spacesuit and she climbs up on the wing of the ship, and she starts deflecting lasers from the bad guys that are shooting at them. And you know that sounds cool and all. Until you realize that the ship is big as fuck. And she's only on one side of a wing in space. So the bad guys could shoot at literally any other part of the ship. Or fly below the ship ship and shoot up. Or shoot from above. You know, like... (laughs) Really, you could have took took down the the ship. You really could have. You really, really could have. <laughs> like, it's a little stuff like that happens in the first five, first four episodes. Like, stuff where you're like, uh, I feel like you should have been able to, uh, should have been able to pull that off. Or vice versa. I feel like you should have died in that situation. You know, the, the, the line between animation and live action is a tricky line, especially when the live action adaptation is a form of a tv show which is uh, you know their budget's a lot smaller than a movie but given that it's star wars and it's disney i i i don't know about that world but they do a good job they do a good job of the, uh, the special effects right they do a really great job but <laughs> there are scenes where because ahsoka in the animated show has been able to to hold a ship in place using the force right she holds someone in place um you know, she's able to force pull, force push, all that shebang, which is really easy to do in animation. But there are moments in the live action show um, where I felt like she could have forced pull someone or forced held a ship. You know, and it's like, why didn't you? They're on the run. Why didn't you... Uh do a little bit of that it's just it's just a lot of stuff like that and i'm yeah i'm nitpicking i'm nitpicking for all intents and purposes again i think it's a good show uh, obi-wan and boba fett horrible shows horrible shows yeah they have their own merits <coughs> oh excuse me they have their own merits for sure um but <laughs> per execution as a whole right obi-wan and boba fett are the worst um Either they're nonsensical or they have wasteful movements or wasteful scenes or scenes that just don't add up or correlate. And it's just, it's just, you know, it's a whole deal. But, you know, when I look at Ahsoka, especially the last, uh, I actually don't know how many episodes are in season, the Ahsoka season. Uh, Five up until the last one, episode five up until the last one are bangers they are bangers they are uh really not the they're really good they're really good um and i think it's because episode five on embodies what star wars is it shows um it brought back a sense of adventure right i i when i was watching episode five on um most of my reactions to what was happening was oh shit this is cool or you know just an amazement and 
again, there's there's still little bits of like, huh, I uh, I don't know about that one, Chief. But again, for the most part, it's all right. Uh, but I'm I'm a little disappointed when people say it's the best show ever, because um, again, I I adore Andor, uh, but like I said, Andor is a lot slower. Um, and because of my personal preference of darker, grittier stories, um, which Andor gives tenfold, um, it's hard. It's hard for people. And it's hard for me to accept that fact. Uh, I know they're making one more season of Andor, and I'm just afraid that they're going to dumb down the story or pick a different type of vibe because this one didn't resonate with fans too much. Um, I was never a fan of the cutesy shit, you know? Ewoks, they can fucking, they can go fuck themselves. I wanted the Empire to win. Fuck those Ewoks. Um, what was it? The, what was the, the furry penguin things from The Last Jedi that people would make toys of all the time? Yeah, I didn't care about them either. Uh, cut that out. Get that out of here. <laughs> and Andor, Andor was devoid of any sense of like, this is a beautiful galaxy. That was the cool thing is that, you know, and this was one of the reasons why I never got into Rebels. Um, there was one quote that they said prior to Rebels release uh, that just turned me off from the series forever. And, uh, you know, again, it's on me. I should go watch the show. Um, but I remember watching this interview and there the showrunners said that the show Rebels was never going to get as dark as the Clone Wars show was on Cartoon Network. Um, and, you know, to some people, they're like, all right, you know, we understandable, it's it's Disney, so, you know, you can't do as much with Disney as you can with Cartoon Network. But for me, I never saw it as uh, a network issue. I saw it as a narrative issue. Like, for me, <laughs> if the Empire is not as ruthless as the Separatists, then realistically I'm am I pro empire cuz like bro if you're saying that that the separatists again were more savage in their practices of trying to get people to their side then you know then the empire era isn't the darkest era it just doesn't have jedis and you know I'm sure the show the actual show does a better job than what that quote is, but I just never got into it. And that's what Andor does for me. Andor shows me uh, a corrupt, dark galaxy to live in. A galaxy that people fight tooth and nail in, or either either that or they are fucking suppressed heavily. And that was something I've always wanted to see in a Star Wars show. Um, and honestly, the amount of goosebumps I got from Andor is unmatched you know because for any show especially a longer show like andor um you know i've heard people call breaking bad slow like what you know if you ever watch the show like breaking bad or can see the type of genre breaking bad is it, it's not a action-packed it's not a fucking it's supposed to be methodical. It's supposed to be something that draws you in. And when the payoff hits, it hits hard. Um, for Rogue One, a lot of people love Rogue One. And one of the coolest scenes was Darth Vader. Uh, 
But here's the thing about that. People got that payoff. They felt great watching Darth Vader in action because they, they know the character. For the longest of times, he's always been this badass, heavy breathing, but we've never seen him in action. Even in episode four, his first debut, bro just looks menacing. Like, he, he sure, he'll walk out of the hall looking all badass, but he doesn't really fight anybody. Um, the only people he fights is Obi-Wan, uh, Luke in his in his TIE fighter, and then he chokes one of his own guys. Most of the time that we see Vader in action, it's usually friendly fire. <laughs> um, so yeah, seeing him kill people in a ruthless fashion in Rogue One was super cool. Um, but again, part of that is because of, you know, known characters, right? I applaud Andor because... Yeah, he's in Rogue One, but this this Andor that we see in the show is vastly different from the one we see in the movie. And so all of the payoffs that they set in Andor, and when I say goosebumps, I don't I'm not talking about one particular moment. I'm talking about every arc that they have in the show. I had goosebumps at the end of every arc. Because they're a fan, they're a fan of like three episode arcs within Andor, which is kind of confusing to anyone who's like, wait, isn't Andor just a whole show? It is. Um, but, you know, like every story, there's a journey that the protagonist goes through. Uh, and again, for them to set up a whole arc, a whole um, situation, and then have it pay off so tremendously, oof, oof, man, again, goosebumps and i haven't felt that way in a star wars type of way since since rogue one since the darth vader thing uh ahsoka was cool because you know again callbacks to the other shows but you know part of me wonders if i'm satisfied because they did a great job or because you know anything that calls back to my childhood watching these shows uh is enough Right. A lot of people, including myself, you know, a lot of people get tied up in nostalgia. You know, they 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 think too highly of something because of nostalgia. Um, and I get it. But, you know. So, yeah, I'm just I'm just I'm happy to have gotten a show like Andor. I'm happy people have a show like Ahsoka. Um, it's just, it's just super cool. It's just super cool. It's a big win for fans alike. Um, a lot of people keep talking about, uh, oh yeah, this is gonna, this is gonna annex fucking the sequel trilogy with Ray and, and all that shit. And so far, nothing from what I, I've watched all the shows, nothing suggests that nothing suggests that. And if anything, the way people hate on the sequel trilogy it's the same reaction that people had for the prequel tri trilogy uh, when it came out in 1999, I think. So, you know, maybe it's a reversal or not a reversal. Maybe it's history repeating itself. So I I would be much more of a fan if they um, plugged in what's happening right after episode six to a force awakens through these shows right uh clone wars didn't rewrite episode three it served and added new context to episode three the movie right um so i'm hoping that's what 
these shows do for The Force Awakens. And I know it sucks for me personally. I think The Force Awakens is the weakest out of the three. Um, but, but with enough context, you know, not only would they be able to serve these movies, but they could probably make more stories out of the context. Once things start, you know, branching off, that's where the beauty begins, right? You can only do so much in a movie, but once you start expanding that universe, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. So, yeah, no, I just wanted to talk about I just wanted to talk about Star Wars shows. I I've been sitting on my hands cuz I don't really have much people to talk about Star Wars with, but it's good. It's good. <laughs> it's good. I wish Boba Fett the show was better. I wished Obi-Wan the show was better. But I would keep talking. I might make another episode, but I got to get ready for work. I'm looking at that clock and boy, yeah, I need to get ready for work. So uh, if you have an opinion on the shows, please let me know. Or if you want to hear me talking about something else, let me know that too. But until next time, I hope you guys have a very great day and I'll see you guys next time. Bye.